You know, it's been so wonderful to see lots of people coming to faith in this season. And it's also been a bit frustrating that we've not been able to do baptism services as we were able to do before this pandemic. Today, though, we are celebrating the baptism of 10 people. They've come to a point in their life when they've decided, I'm going to follow Jesus. That may be very recently. For some, it's a little longer. And usually we would baptize people here at Trent. We'd have a couple of pools down the front here. But due to current restrictions, we had to get creative. Now, we know others who've made a decision to follow Jesus have not managed to get baptized yet. So our team are looking at ways um, of having some limited baptisms actually back in here in this room in the coming weeks. But we're thrilled to have baptized these 10 candidates uh, last Sunday in two locations with Debbie and me joining them on Zoom. And nine of those being baptized are residents of the Carpenter's Arms, a rehabilitation center and part of one big household bubble. And we also baptize Daniel, who wins the award for the most innovative baptism of the year in his own home with his wife. In a moment, we will be hearing from some of those who were baptized last week. And then I'll take a few minutes just to explain what baptism is, what it means, why we do that. And then we'll hear from a few more. So before that, Here's a little video we made of them introducing themselves. So uh, my name's Daniel, and I've been following Jesus for six years. Woo! I am Doug, and I've been following Jesus for seven years. Woo! Brilliant, wonderful. I am Philip, I've been following Jesus for nine months. Woo! I am Stuart, I've been following Jesus for seven months. Woo! I'm Darren, I've been following Jesus for four months. Woo! I'm Ray, and I've been following Jesus for five years. Woo! I'm Darren, I've been following Jesus for seven months. Woo! I am Justin, I've been following Jesus for three months. Woo! I am Jimmy, I've been following Jesus for four years. Woo! I've been following Jesus for six months. So first of all, would you please welcome Doug? I am Doug Collins, and I'm 37. I'm from Stirling in Scotland. Before I decided to follow Jesus, I was lost in drug addiction. Drugs led me to crime and things that were very dark. I was spiritually dead and blind to the wrong I was doing. I realized I needed Jesus when I was absolutely broken. I'd lost my partner and kids and was caught by the police selling drugs. While in prison, a pastor from a local church went out of his way to spend time with me. One day, he took me out to a restaurant. I remember I was feeling really low and complaining to him about all sorts of things, but he was very straight talking with me and told me I was lost and needed to give my heart to Jesus. Something resonated in my spirit at that moment, and right there in the restaurant, I said a prayer asking Jesus to come into my life. On the spot, I had a definite encounter with God. I felt like light had gone right through my soul and opened up my eyes. I felt an energy inside me, but also an amazing sense of peace. Looking back now, I know that that was the spirit of God. God came to me and met me at that moment, and I couldn't deny that he was real. Since then, my life has not been the same. I was lost in depression and anxiety, but now I have a joy in my heart. Slowly but surely, the Lord has been chipping away at me and changing my heart. 
I've got a blueprint from the Bible about a new way to live my life following Jesus. I know I'm not the finished product yet, but I've got hope for the future and I'll keep on running in the good race. Wonderful. Thank you, Doug. Would you please welcome Daniel? Hi, I'm Daniel. I'm 47. I'm from St. Anne's in Nottingham. Um, uh, I just want to say thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity to, um, to come and talk to you today and tell you my story. Um, when I was young, I attended church regularly um, of my own accord, and at one point even wanted to be a Christian um, missionary until I discovered football, alcohol, and women, not necessarily in that order, um, and started to get into involved with things that really weren't Christian at all. Um, I've always talked to God, but there were times when I questioned him and his, and his existence, particularly after my mum's sudden death and the unexpected breakup of a long-term relationship. These events caused me to hit rock bottom. <clears throat> I went into self-destruct mode and was furthest I've ever been from God. I wanted to fight anyone and everyone, and I was drinking heavily. I lost count of the number of times I stood on my banister with a noose around my neck. Um, they were dark times, really dark times. Um, that all changed, though, when I met my wife, Maria. Um, I described Maria as my guardian angel, um, as if she was sent to save me from myself. Maria helped me to reignite my curiosity and faith, and we went on a journey together. Me to rediscover my faith, and Maria to find a new church. Then someone recommended we give Trent a vineyard a try. The day before my first visit to Trent, um, I found out by searching the internet that um, my dad had passed away six months before. Nobody had told me. Um, we might not have been close, but at the end of the day, he was my dad. Um, and I wanted the opportunity to say goodbye and pay my last respects. Then at the end of the service, at Trent, I remember Debbie, Debbie inviting people for prayer and saying something like, there's someone here who has lost close relatives, but you weren't very close and you didn't have the opportunity to make peace. Um, Maria and I looked at each other in complete disbelief. It, it was too accurate. It just couldn't be a coincidence, surely. Um, then a couple of weeks later, uh, we were at another service where Debbie was talking about healing. I was quite skeptical, um, if I'm honest with you. Um, but Debbie mentioned something about a burning sensation in the palm of your hand. And then out of nowhere, um, my ha my, my palm, the palm of my hand started to, to really heat up. I mean, it was hot. It wasn't painful, but it was hot. I, I, it was just too much for me. I, I got up and I walked out. Maria, Maria didn't know what was going on. I hadn't said a word. So she followed me out. And then on the way home, I explained to her um, what had happened. And she convinced me to... Um, to put my hands on her ankle. She'd got an injury from uh, running. Um, so I put my hands on her ankle, said a few words of prayer, and the pain just disappeared. It went, it's never come back. At that moment, I knew that I needed to give my, my life to Jesus, um, that I was ready. And, um, but I wanted to, I had questions still, and I wanted to be able to ask those questions. So I, I wanted to go on an alpha course first, um, unfortunately, I couldn't make any of the face-to-face -face sessions due to work commitments, but then due to lockdown, uh, there was the opportunity to do it online, and that was just ideal for me. It really was. Um, did it answer all of my questions? No. No, it didn't. Um, but actually, what it helped me to do was to understand that 
I didn't need all my questions answering. I just had to trust in Jesus. So here I am, uh, about to embark on a new journey, but this time with two guardian angels by my side. Thank you. So we're now going to hear from two more. Would you please welcome Stuart? Um, hi, my name's Stuart. First off, I'd just like to thank um, Brent for the here today. Just a little higher. A little higher, yeah. And um, I'd just like to say hello to my family back in Bradford. I love you. And all the guys at Six Hills. Um, yeah, so my name's Stuart from Bradford. I had a really good childhood. No problems. Normal childhood, do you know what I mean? Got involved taking drugs at a very young age. And um, it led me, led me down a horrible path, really. Ended up in prison. Whilst I was in prison last year, I met a pastor who was a friend of Judith who owns the Carpenters. And um, he kind of called me out, really, because I tried to get away from him, you know what I mean? Because religion, I grew up a Catholic. I didn't really want to know about it, to be honest. But then he said, I don't believe in religion either. I just believe in the Jesus and the Bible. So, you know, he piqued my interest in what he was saying. So I started going to Bible college, um, Bible studies in jail. And I just knew something had to change. I was sick of what was going on. I'd been doing it for 20 years. I just had enough, you know what I mean? So... 12th of June, I got out of prison. I, went, I came straight to Carpenters at Loughborough. My life's not been the same since. So when I first got there, I didn't know what was going on, to be fair. People are doing worship, I'm thinking these are all for, well, yeah. But then I got, this, I got this verse given to me, Philippians 4.13. I could do all things through Christ who gives me strength, and I just kept getting it given to me over and over again. I didn't really know what it meant at the time. I didn't even know that God was guiding me at the time from prison, but now I know that that was the case. So... Just, I'd moved from phase one to phase two, and I thought, you know what, it's time for me to give my life to Christ, and that's what I did. And from that day on, things have been different. I mean, my whole life changed 180 degrees from how it was to how it is now. I don't recognise that person from just from seven months ago. And just, yeah, you know, I just look forward to my life. I've got purpose in the future, and I want to thank um, the Carpenters for that as well. But most important, I want to thank God. Amen. Brilliant, Stuart. Thank you so much. Thank you, Stuart. And lastly, would you please welcome Jamie. Uh, hi there. Uh, my name's Jamie, and I'm from Scotland. Um, before I met Jesus, my life was madness. Um, I was a drug, drug addict, which escalated to injecting heroin and crack cocaine. Um, I was also involved in drug dealing, gangs, and firearms. I was unpredictable, violent, and led an extremely dysfunctional life. Uh, when I was 19 years old, I found myself facing a long-term prison sentence. I was in a bad place and I was very afraid. Uh, there in my prison cell, out of complete desperation, I cried out to an unknown God, at the time unknown. Um, that was my first real prayer. Um, then against all the odds, the High Court made a decision to release me on bail. Instead of buying drugs, I filled out a form to go to a Christian rehabilitation centre. At one of their meetings during worship, the Holy Spirit fell on me in a very real way. Um, it felt like my heart was being healed, uh, physically changed. Um, I felt like crying and laughing at the same time. Um, it was a strange experience. Um, it was really real though, and I think that's what I needed to, to have. Uh, after that experience, I gave my life to Jesus and things uh, began to rapidly change for me. Um, my, whole, my, my whole old way of thinking changed and I felt conviction through the Holy Spirit about the right way to live. I felt love again, which meant I could show love to others too. 
Um, from what I've experienced, I truly believe that if you simply open your heart to Jesus, then his love will come in and heal you. As for me, it says in the Bible, I stand at the door and I knock. We must be the ones to open that door, though, as Jesus is always waiting at the other side, ready to come in. So um, I'm still on my journey as well, like some of the other guys in that. Um, but yeah, praise God. Praise God for what he's doing in my life. Thank you. I was buried beneath my shame You could carry that kind of weight It was my time Till I met you We baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and I was the Holy
Wonderful, absolutely wonderful. Now, just before you guys sit down, just stand up again. We just want to pray with you wherever you are. We pray blessing over you. We just welcome the presence and the power of the Spirit all over every and each one of you, that you may be strengthened in your faith, that you may walk fully in the path that Jesus maps out for you, that you may be attuned to his voice, that you may continue to change and be healed up in the name of Jesus. We bless you. Amen. Amen.